everybody. I'm Gary Ebersol. Richard Kipling here. And I'm Randy Schultz. Welcome to Camp Codger, a podcast for people in their golden years. Join us to hear rocking chair wisdom from three old guys. We're back with another episode from Camp Codger. This week, apologies are in order. We had great plans to talk about the best bands of the 60s. And we had a few Codger moments. We're going to tell you about those in in another episode, probably in a few weeks. It has to do with medical issues. Richard is not going to be with us today. Richard is cruising along Route 66, getting his kicks on Route 66 from LA to Santa Fe. (laughs) That's right. He's, He's on a road trip, folks. But he's going to join us next week in the Camp Codger Santa Fe Studios, and we'll get back to our usual rhythm. Anyway, Randy and I are going to talk about holidays today. It's celebrate or survive, love them or hate them. First, let's talk about letters from camp. Randy? I've got the Camp Codger mailbag right here, and I'm going to open it up. Oh, listen to this. The rustling of paper. <laughs> no, there are letters in here. This is not so... <laughs> paper. <laughs> All right. We got a great letter from Richard Tate about our retirement communities episode. He says, hi, guys. Really enjoyed your podcast on retirement communities. Whilst I don't like to shovel snow any more than the rest of you, you forget that if you retire in places like Arizona or Florida, you have to endure the summer heat and or humidity. I, for one, dislike the heat as much as the cold. That's one reason we chose Santa Fe for retirement. We get four seasons and the winters are relatively mild, as are the summers. I rarely shovel snow here as it melts usually within 24 hours. Keep up the good work. And our friend Iris uh, sent us a nice letter about our birthdays episode. She said, my best birthday was when I threw a two-nickel party. And for her, that means she was 55 years old, over 10 years ago. I invited four girlfriends to my home outside of Hilton Head, South Carolina. We closed the on-site spa for the day for a private party and spent the weekend at the beach, by the pool, boating, and dining. We had a great sisterhood weekend. She also says... I agree with the comments that we all have way too much stuff. So giving something the person really cares about or a personal experience are my preferred options. I tell my son all the time, I only want lottery scratchers for my birthday or Christmas, but definitely not more stuff. Love your codger wisdom, guys. And Iris, we love your letter and may you win the lottery sometime soon. We also got a great letter from David about our travel episode. He says, two comments. Number one, we always travel light with carry-on only and have followed the tip of being near laundry. You don't run the risk of lost luggage, which can crimp the first few days at your destination. And he said, point number two, we're at a point where comfortable traveling is essential. Amen to that. Either we spend the money or our kids get it. (laughs) Good approach. Good attitude, David. (laughs) Yeah. There's a line from one of Harry Chapin's songs. Got to be the going, not just the getting there. That's good. Great line. And I, Gary, I loved your comment to 
to his comment, which is, thanks, David. Only a true codger can quote Harry Chapin lyrics and with spot-on accuracy for this topic. Safe travels. So that is our mailbag for this week. Thanks, Randy. It's really great to hear from our listeners. The holidays are here. Most people look forward to some level of excitement to Thanksgiving Day, Christmas, New Year's. Some people are kind of, meh, they can take it or leave it, no big deal. And there's a few that look at the holidays with absolute dread. Randy, which side do you come down? Oh, come on, Gary. You already know the answer to that. Our listeners out there know the answer to that. I love the holidays. I love celebrations. I love traditions. That's just who I am. So bring on the holiday season. <laughs> You're right. Everybody should know by now who the grumpy old man is. And guess what grumpy old <laughs> men do? They grump about Thanksgiving. I'm slowly moving away from my uber grumpiness about holidays. I have to say, I approach holidays with a little bit of trepidation, a little bit of dread. You know, I think, oh my God, here we go again. One of the great things about the holiday season is because it's an annual tradition, we remember to celebrate it every year. There are, there are certain traditions and certain rituals, and they create memories, a whole library of holiday memories that we get to open up our mental library every year and kind of look back and say, hey, remember when we did this? Or you remember when we thought we were going to do this and something magical happened instead. Anyway, we've all got those kind of stories. We've all got those kind of memories. And that is maybe my favorite thing about the holiday season. I'll go down the dislike path for a little bit. Well, surprise, oh, surprise. what a I surprise. Know, I know, I know. Running around, shopping, doing all those things you've got to do to prepare for a holiday event just takes time. And it's kind of anxiety creating. It doesn't make you feel particularly good. Last night I'd ordered an extra four chairs from Walmart. I was going to go down and pick them up. So I said, great, ordered the chairs. We've got 16 people coming for dinner on Thanksgiving. It's going to be great fun. Anyway, so I go to run down to Walmart 7.30 this morning, right after they open, ping my app and say, bring my chairs out. And I waited and waited. I'm the only one there. Nobody else is waiting in the pickup line. So I finally call him and he says, we don't have your order. You're at the wrong store. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, having a, I'm having a holiday experience and a codger moment at the same time. <laughs> yes, you are. Gary, I'm so sorry. It, that's not a big deal event, but it does epitomize one of the things about the holidays that I will concede. The busyness factor it's a busy time of year because we jam a whole bunch of things into a short period of time. We, we want to go to parties. We want to host parties. We want to do family events. We want to do work events. There's just a lot going on. And sometimes it can feel like there's too much going on, especially when you're at the wrong Walmart store, right? <laughs> all right. One of the things I really appreciate in all seriousness, I mean, we have fun on this show, but in all seriousness, the whole concept of the Christmas spirit, one of the traditions of the holiday season is being nice to each other. Remember what that was like? We say things like, Merry Christmas and have a wonderful holiday season. And we mean it. 
The holiday season is when we are encouraged to be the nicest versions of ourselves. And I think of all times, this is a great thing to remember about the holiday season. I don't know what's happened to old codgers like us, but we get grumpier. Society seems to get grumpier. Let's all just be the nicest versions of ourselves. That's one of the best things about the holidays. One of the other things that drives me crazy as a Christmas approaches is I know we're going to have to pull the tree out. Now, several years ago, we bought an artificial tree, right? <laughs> it turned out to be kind of a good deal. Yeah, and yeah. And I know that you, you too, Randy, have an artificial tree, but I know every year I'm going to pull it out, unfold it, plug it in, and some of the lights aren't going to work. This year, I spent three hours trying to make the blasted lights work. I finally gave up and went down to the store and bought a string of lights to put on it. Well, good for you for coming up with a, a simple solution to something that could have really messed with your holiday spirit. I've got an artificial tree in it, and you know that the ease of putting it up when the lights work is a wonderful thing. But I resisted the artificial tree for a long time because one of the things I really like is the smell of a pine tree in my house. That's one thing that happens during the holiday season when you, you've got a cut tree. It's one of the things I, I remember as a kid through my entire childhood. I didn't want to give that up, but I finally did. As an old codger, it's like, dang, I'm not going to go out and spend good money on a dead tree. <laughs> I do miss the smell of the pine tree, but I'm willing to embrace the artificial tree that's pre-lit and it's relatively easy to put up when it works. I want to do one more good thing about Christmas before you start complaining All about right. something well, give else. Me an, okay? Give me another one. I can, I can take it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm tough. All right. Family traditions. In my family, we add to our collection of Christmas ornaments every year. We give each other an ornament that represents something we did during the past year. One of my favorite things is decorating the Christmas tree and going through all the ornaments as they get hung up on the tree. That is a Christmas moment I cherish, and that is something I will do this Christmas season and hopefully every Christmas season for the rest of my life. You Amen. know something? B does that when she decorates the tree, and almost every year there's a new ornament. It's kind of sweet. It's a nice touch. I mean, it makes the tree personal. It's your tree. It's not just something that you bought off the shelf. By the time you put all those decorations on it, it's a very personal tree. And we do the same thing. So I enjoy the tree. B does most of the decorating after I get the damn lights working. <laughs> well, at least I got you to soften on something. Okay. One of the things that really drives me crazy, and I know it's the probably really makes me seem like Scrooge, but I just hate gifting. I hate receiving gifts and I hate trying to figure out what to buy for people. It's so difficult because you want to get something that people care about and something that feels meaningful. My struggle with gifting is I don't know what to buy people. I just can never seem to figure it out very well. This gifting thing <laughs> is just real nonsense. It's time to end gifting at Christmas. You know, the spirit of giving is a wonderful thing. And what we need to try to emulate is that spirit behind the gift. So even if it's something little, if it's meaningful, I think it's worth giving. 
I agree with you that we don't need more stuff just for the sake of stuff. And we talked about that in our uh, birthday celebration show. Same issue here. But let's figure out a way to make gift giving fun again. And maybe one of the things we did in my family was set a dollar limit so you didn't have to uh, worry too much about you know, whether you, you were going to get outspent and whether you were going to get embarrassed by somebody's generous <laughs> gift when you got them, a, you know, a toaster, <laughs> a $12 toaster from Walmart. And the other thing we did is uh, in, a, in a family of five kids, we all pick names. And so instead of buying gifts for everybody, we buy one gift for the person we selected. And that makes gift giving a lot more manageable. So that's how we decided to solve some of the challenge of gift giving. It's a, it's a good approach. I actually like it. I think my problem is I'm a little bit on the compulsive side, so I really want to make things right. So if I'm going to buy a gift, I want it to be the right gift. And I always feel badly if I miss the mark and buy something that somebody opens up and says, huh, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I've got an idea for you because I went on the internet and I found 25 great things about the holiday season, which most of which are pretty obvious and some of which are pretty dumb. I'm going to present this one to you as a gift opportunity. And one of the things on this list is ugly Christmas sweaters. What if you and your family and friends had an ugly Christmas sweater Christmas? That's the only thing you could buy for each other. You know, you set the bar real low right? Because <laughs> it's going to be a crappy sweater. <laughs> the bar is not low. You just raised the bar. Yes, you did. No, you have to get I didn't the ugliest sweater. Did I say ugliest? I just said ugly. You're upping the ante on this. You can go to any store and buy an ugly Christmas sweater because it is sort of a tradition now. People make fun of it. What if you just turn the whole gift giving thing on its ear and we all got ugly sweaters. <laughs> I think my problem is, is I tend to think through with consequences. This is a great approach. I like this idea of getting ugly sweaters. But then you get into this circumstance where you buy somebody a really, really ugly sweater. And then they're too nice to tell you that it's an ugly sweater. And then they wear it. And now you're, you're making them suffer humiliation because they're wearing your ugly sweater. No, you're, you're overthinking this. The deal is you announce it up front. This is what we're doing. We're having fun with this. It's an ugly sweater. Don't agonize over it. Just find me a freaking ugly sweater. <laughs> it's not a contest. All it's right, not a competition. Right. And I don't, you don't have, have to, to feel bad. I one. And you don't have to wear it. Let me tell you a Christmas wish. Something I, I like about Christmas, but I've never experienced it. The magical, mythical snowfall on Christmas Eve. In my life, I don't remember a big, substantial Christmas Eve snowfall, mm. right? The kind that closes down a city. Christmas Eve, you know you're not going to work. You're not going to do much traveling on Christmas, right? You're right. already where you're going to wake up for Christmas morning. I don't ever remember waking up to snow on Christmas, and I still want to experience that once before I die. That's still my dream. That's a nice one. You're living in a good state to do that. 
Right. Well, I'm living in Colorado. There's always a chance of snow. Like every day of the year on July 4th, there's a chance of snow. That's true. But your odds are really good compared to living in Southern California. Absolutely. That's not a bad one. I I, I like that. It's actually one of those things when you're a kid, you're just hoping and hoping. I, I grew up in Seattle where the likelihood of snow was pretty low. Sometimes you'd have the remote chance. It usually just rained. Let me try one of the things I like about holiday. Ooh, good. One of the things we typically do on Thanksgiving is have a lot of people over. We tend to invite people who live here, but their family is in another part of the country. And we all get together and we have this big dinner and it's really fun. I really started enjoying being part of preparing a big dinner for friends. And so it's a really great Hmm. time. So I look forward to that. I know I'm a grumpy old man, but I actually do look forward to to our Thanksgiving dinners. It's a holiday <laughs> miracle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Gary just gave us a memory. Okay, okay. <laughs> How about this? I'm going to close with my resolution, a little early for New Year's resolution. We'll call it a holiday resolution to deal with the holidays just a little better than I usually do. And smile when I look at people smiling back at me. That's a great one. That's a great thing. May we all just remember the Christmas spirit. Let's be the nicest versions of ourselves. Let's treat each other with kindness and respect, and let's enjoy this season. It's supposed to be fun. Let's not overthink it. Let's just have a good time. Good We deserve it. With that, I think it's time for us to wrap up. Before we go, Richard left us a voicemail message with his thoughts on the holiday season. Hey guys, Richard from the road. Celebrate, dread, survive, or mask the holidays. Hmm. Uh, certainly I celebrate with family and friends. It's a given. My family is so far flung and busy that it's almost always through phone calls or now FaceTime or Zoom. But we always touch base, especially around this time of year. I personally celebrate the same way I do on birthdays, as I mentioned in another podcast. I always take a walk or a hike, occasionally a bike ride to commemorate that. Yes, I've survived another one. It's most fun to do it with my lovely wife, Allison. And that brings me to my last thought. This one also about survival. My dad died in early January several decades ago. When I visited the mortuary, the mortician happened to mention to me how busy January always is. People want to make it through one last holiday, he said. One last gathering with family and friends. Well, I looked it up. He was right. January far outpaces other months for deaths. So it isn't just surviving the holidays out of dread. For many seniors, it's a sweet way to say goodbye. Those are my Kaja reflections. From the road, Richard is over and out. And happy holidays. Thanks for joining us today. It was another fun discussion. We'd like to hear about your thoughts about the holiday season. As I said earlier when we started, some people love it, some people hate it, and most people just kind of get along. But we'd love to hear what you think about the holiday season. I think I'd like to close with a sincere statement of happy holidays. Yeah, amen. And from me too. Have a great holiday season. Barring any more unforeseen Kaja moments, join us next week when we look back at the best bands of the 60s. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, sign up at campcodger.com to receive email updates about new episodes. 
As always, we would be delighted if you left a comment below. You can also join the fun by checking out Camper Corner on our website.